Hey, it's time for your daily dose with Bob and Nick. Thanks for tuning in. One of the most powerful roles that Nick and I play in our lives is being a dad. We both love being fathers, in spite of how hard it is to do it right. Today's dose is all about dadhood, leadership, and of course, Star Trek. We know that if we just walk a straight line with our choice of topics, you'll probably get bored and tune out. So buckle up and keep up if you can. We're glad you're here. I watched this incredible documentary created by um, Bryce Dallas Howard. That's okay. Ron Howard's daughter. Yep. And also a wonderful actress, actor. And uh, she made this documentary, and I think it's called Fathers or Dads. It's about fathers. And in it, she interviews famous people about what it means to be a dad. People like Will Smith uh, and... Um, Conan O'Brien mm. and Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. And these, you know, really confident, strong, powerful, entertaining people, um, you saw right to the core of them when she asked them these very simple questions about parenthood. And one of the questions that she asked that I, I loved their answers to, and I want your answer to, Uh-oh. is just to complete this sentiment. A dad is... Ooh. So that makes me think like what a dad should be and then what I actually like am as a dad. Okay. So give me both. So what a dad should be is a mentor, a guide, someone to help you when you need help, but also kick your butt a little bit when you need a butt kicking. And that's in order to make sure that you know how to do this stuff without getting hurt. Right. Somewhere. Okay. Um, Part therapist. (laughs) <laughs> uh, part personal trainer slash uh, chef because you spend a lot of time or at least I did spending a lot of time like just cooking for people you gotta feed them yep which I didn't realize when you, you went have into to <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the law <laughs> <laughs> you stop feeding them they stop existing but I think uh, like the way I would describe myself is like a dad I'm a dad that tries too hard to be a friend Hmm. so I think that's the way I would describe myself I find the balance of responsibility and the being for lack of a better term the bad cop being the bad guy sometimes um, I find that really hard yeah Um, especially now so like when the kids are in school online and there's this just sort of existential dread over everything like i feel it i think everybody feels it you know we're getting out of it a little bit going into 2021 (laughs) and being a little more hopeful about all the stuff that's happening but i'm i'm probably being a little more lax than i should be so that's why i kind of think of it as uh not being like trying to be a friend instead of trying to be a dad yeah, that, I get that. And the, I think the reality is that when we are a bad cop, we're being a better friend. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's, it's harder for us because we have to make those decisions. Yeah. You know, but, but trying to be too much of a friend, I think, that's, I think that's a thing. I don't, I mean, my parents were authoritarian compared to the way I was with my kids. And I felt no, no compunction to, to hit my kids or to, to be that controlling of my kids. So I, I too found myself being friends, but I also found 
Um, you can do both. It's the same like when I got a director job. Mm. I was I was the regular rabble before I got the director job, and then I got a director job, and the regular rabble rejected me as one of their own, right? Because all of a sudden now you're a director, and or any kind of management position. Right. You and, can't be friends with the people that you're. Well, managing. they say that. They say that. However, you can be friends with boundaries. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's that's the whole thing. Your friends have to respect your boundaries, and it should be that way with any friendship. So guess what? I'm your friend but I'm not going to be able to give you this great job benefit that you want because it's not fair and because you are my friend you know and so those those things it's uncomfortable but it can be done I don't I don't buy the blanket you shouldn't be a friend to your kids or you shouldn't be a friend to the people you work with because uh, I have to be a friend to everybody and I have to work that out <laughs> well you have to be yeah it's it's do you want to be feared respected do you want to be like on the same level yeah. or you know, uh, a little bit above so that you can make those hard decisions in some cases. Um, I think there's, uh, there was Star Trek, the next generation. I'm going to bring that up again. Yeah. <laughs> Deanna Troy, who okay. uh, Martina Sirtis is Greek, of course. So of I course, to you know, her. relate to her very much, but uh, she's training. She's the ship's counselor, okay. but she's training to be a commander. And so she's got to go through the training. So she's doing a bunch of holodeck stuff where like there's this thing happening on the engineering level and she has to figure it out. So she's learning everything there is to know about the ship, but she can't figure out this test. Mm. And it turns out she has to send Jordy, um, you know, the hologram version of Jordy, uh, into a tube to fix something, but he's going to die from radiation poisoning. Ooh. But that's the test for her to become commander is can she send a person that she cares about to their doom in order Ooh, to save everybody else. That's deep, yeah. Yeah, and I will send anybody I work with <laughs> to, the, to their doom. To, yeah. If it's going to get you the job. If it's going to get the job done and save everyone else. That's the hard part. Now, I haven't had that situation come up yet. But <laughs> thankfully, oh, but I will. <laughs> it will happen. Okay, so wasn't that also the theme of one of the Star Trek movies where Mr. Spock is saying the needs of the many outweigh the needs yeah, of the yeah, few? Yeah, yeah, the end of Khan. And uh, oh, see, that was one of my favorites yeah. too, because Ricardo Montalban with a bare chest and a mullet. I mean, it was it was the perfect movie because it was a revenge movie. It's mm. the perfect dad movie. Right, because <laughs> Kirk's son is involved. Right, uh, Ricardo Montalban, I think, also maybe had a kid, or at least his wife died on the planet they stranded them on. Right, um, and it is a revenge and an ultimate sacrifice movie, which you don't get more dad than that. Right, speaking I- of dads. Speaking of dads, it's me. I'm Nick. I think there were even a few dad jokes in Wrath of Khan. So it really is the ultimate in dad movies. Becoming a father, and continuing to be a father to this day, gave me a new appreciation for my own dad, and the stuff that he went through raising such a perfect child as myself. If you're listening, Dad, you're welcome. And if my kids are listening, just kidding, they don't listen to this. But thank you for listening, and have a great day.